I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Myself and Maddie the Waterboy, we sat down and recorded another episode of the off-season this week. It will be dropping on Sunday night after the footy. We went through and we spoke about the guys that we'd most want to be in the trenches with. So there's different ways that you could look at this. And me and Maddie, to be honest with you, we looked at it in slightly different ways, which was uh, which was interesting to discuss and pick apart as well. A cracking episode, it goes for about an hour and a half or so. It will be dropping on Sunday night, straight after Sunday afternoon footy so stay tuned for that got a little clip of it here to wet your whistle and get you ready for Sunday night on Rugby League Guru YouTube and also you need to keep in mind and something to watch each and every weekend Brian Toe runs for these unbelievable metres keep an eye on how many teams kick to him and allow him to return off a kick for an extra 20 metres give you the hot tip they don't never he's always taking the first yeah Brian Toe is so good at kick returns that it's actually lifting the stats of Taruva unbelievably because yeah. they only want to kick the ball to him. Taruva's never been a meter-eater guy coming through the grades, but all of a sudden, because they don't want to kick to Toto, Taruva's now running for 200 metres per game. He's added zeros to his contract. As it stands, I'm assuming we're releasing this today. As it stands, who's your Bradfield medalist? Is it Toto? I'm close to renaming the medal, if I'm being honest with you. But um, if I had to pick someone, Brian Toto would be right up there. Yeah. He's just isn't, isn't he just dome. built for state of origin, Toto? The way the way the way it is at the moment, he's absolutely built for it. Yeah, I think Brian Toto would be my guy, actually. Mm. Yeah. Jeez, that's a tough. That's a tough pick, isn't it? Yeah, it's not good. That's that's so much harder than it should be. Yeah. That's wild. Um, all right, Brian Toe, for me, who have you got, mate? I love that one. Hey, actually, before we start, can I – and I, I know this will annoy you and it will probably won't annoy anyone else that's watching. Why on earth has the NRL website – Got rid of stats. What the fuck? Bro, Why would they do that? I don't know. It's fucking annoying. Now you have to, like, go to more and then go all the way down to stats or you have to type it into the box. Nah. So it is still there? So, so go oh. to the side. Why would they do that? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they can only Thank have a God. certain amount of okay. things. They I need thought I'd put. lost it. That's the most illogical thing imaginable. And in the world of rugby league, 
pretty good knock. Mm. Winger, go, now that I'm done with my little temper tantrum. All right, I threw my pen at the hard drive then, so I'm just going to make sure I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to reset that. All right, my winger, Manu Vadova. The, the beast, but really ahead of his time, yeah. I would say. He, he would absolutely fit into the one game now, given all these big athletic wingers, but he was the big athletic winger when no one was big and athletic back in the day. Um, Manu, uh, opposition wingers from that era always talk about like I, I know a lot of players now talk about having to tackle Nelson. Back then it was opposition wingers having to mark Manu Vadovai. And the way that man could just find the try line was like nothing else. He was he was awesome. He was awesome. He uh he holds a pretty special record in rugby league, which I don't think has been done by anyone else. He actually uh he scored more than ten tries in ten seasons in a row. Yeah. Which was unbelievable. So starting in 2006, where he scored 10 tries, uh, he scored at least 10 all the way until 2015. Uh, peak year 2010, when he scored 20 tries. He, so he, he actually, it's actually 12. So the records, the record was must have been 10, but it's. Oh wait, no, it's not. Sorry, I was looking at the wrong thing. Yeah, 10. 12 impressive, 10 still very impressive though. Sorry, 10, 10 you're seasons right, you're right, straight you're right, with sorry. 10 or more tries. Yeah. Uh, Unbelievable stuff from Manu Vadovai, and like, keep in mind, you know, it's not like he's playing. Like, it's not like he played that ten years at the Melbourne Storm. No, standing on the end of a backline, putting the ball down, uh, playing at the Wars, who weren't super successful during that period. Really, so they had, they had a few good years in there. But um, yeah, mate, well, what he could do, I used to always, whenever the Kangaroos would play the Kiwis and Manu Vadovai was selected, I'd sort of go, sweet, because he was very rocks or diamonds. You never knew what you were going to get. If you got rocks. It was pretty much game over. Yeah. But when you saw that first hit up and he didn't drop it, you went, ah, shit, we're in for it now. And I'm not sure if I could think of anything, anyone I'd want to be less than uh, whoever the hell had to mark Manu Vatavai on, on any given week. Yeah, would absolutely. Would be an absolute nightmare. By the way, is it the two most polarising wingers of all time, Manu Vatavai and Denon Kemp? Yeah, I know, right? They, pl- they would have played together at They the played same together, time. yeah. Yeah. I couldn't think of – it's like proper – just different ends of the spectrum. Yeah, you completely. got the big, you got the big brute, freaking Denon, <laughs> and then like obviously Denon, who was lightning quick and much smaller than Manu. Yeah, that's a that's a bit of an interesting dynamic, Manu and Denon together. So different, yeah, so wildly different. And once again, take that example. I'll give you the hot tip: who I'm kicking to every day of the week. Kenan Demp, for sure, mm. would not be kicking a Manu at all. Mate, did you have like a, a Manu moment that stands out for you? Oh, man, there's I, – I just I just remember him tearing South apart. Yeah. And that's, and that's all I remember because he just, he just did it all the time. But more so, when he played for New Zealand, like New Zealand, they're great now and they have had periods where they've been good and where they've been poor – but no matter what, he would just show up for New Zealand and just be an absolute weapon. Yeah, um, he was awesome. He's even his is it his gold tooth or his silver tooth. Like yeah. that just that just adds to the mystique. Had so much character to him, eh? He's he's yeah, he was great on the field, big Manu, and he was he was great to watch. Pretty interesting when you have a look at his Warriors career, two thousand and four to twenty seventeen. How old do you reckon Manu is right now? Um, have you looked? No, I haven't looked. How old do you reckon? I'm he gonna is? say. 
38. 37, yeah. I thought he'd be oh, older than that. I feel like he was around for so long. When you have a look at his career, obviously the Warriors went through a lot of ups and downs during his period. He won 112 games, lost 110. So pretty close to mm. smack on 50% there. Pretty good achievement. Um, mate, I was just having a look through some of his stats and whatnot and noticed that um, throughout his career, he had five games where he went back to the Intrust Super Cup. Oh, my Imagine God. Imagine being a tradie and showing up on Saturday morning to play footy and you got to mark <gasps> Manu Vatavai. Oh, my God. It's like the other day when... Um I think I'd rather have a car accident on the way there. <laughs> like the other day when Felice Cafusi went back to Q oh, Cup. Yeah. <laughs> imagine, imagine like running at that motherfucker. Yeah. You know what my favourite thing about that game was? I looked at the team list and I yeah. looked and I was like, oh, Felice Cafusi's playing. Who do you reckon the captain of the Dolphins was I that day? I don't know. Dunamis Louie. Oh, yes. Imagine Felice Cafusi standing in the changes before listening to Dunamis, give him a little... <gasps> Little G up. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so rough. So grim. Yeah, Marty Vatavai, a fantastic shout. Rookie of the year in 2005. Played all the way until 2017. A fantastic career. Matty, 226 games in the NRL, 152 meaties. What a strike it's, rate. It's, a, it's an incredible record. And as you said before, especially in a Warriors team that, you know, they, they would have made the finals less... Like, not made the finals more than they made it in his career, I would assume. So, And in the most respectful way possible, 152 tries, I am willing to bet he probably bombed 40 to 50. Would that be fair, Matty? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, As you said, he had the feet Rocks for hands at times. Yeah. It, was, it was like sometimes he was the only person that could defend himself. Yeah. So, yeah, wild. But I guess that's what makes him so great, isn't it? That he was just such a wild card like that. He would drop the easy ones, but he'd catch these unbelievable things, you know, just burrow over four or five dudes. He was a freak. Can I tell you a story about Dinamis Louie? I didn't know anyone had any stories about <laughs> Dinamis Louie, but I'm keen, yes. So he, he played Origin in 2020, eh? He was part of that team. Uh, did he? I want to say he did. He played... Yeah, he did. Wow. Yeah. I forgot about that. Did he play game three? Uh, let me have a look. He played game two. Game two. Anyway, my Jeez, story 2020 actually... 2020 hurts. My... Yeah, no, I don't want to think Every, about it. like, six months I learn a new fact about the 2020 Origin Series. It just fucking buries me even more. Imagine being in the camp. Yeah. Oh, you were. How yeah. good. Yeah, it was fun. Love um, that. that for you. You deserve yeah. that. The best part about it is during COVID, so we could do a lot of fun things. Um, <laughs> my Dynamis Louis story is also from 2020. And I think it was in the depths of COVID, actually. Yeah, it was, when no one could do anything, but you could kind of just, like go to your mate's house or, or people, I can't remember if you're allowed to, but people, that's all people did, right? And it was Roosters versus Raiders and me and my mates were watching the game. Uh, we're about to watch the game. We're about to kick off. I'm pretty sure it was a Saturday game, the, mm. the 7.30 game. I can't remember. It doesn't matter. My mate Eric was like, I can just, I can feel it. I can feel a fucking front rower is going to go through the Roosters. And he gave me, he just listened to me all these reasons. He's like, I, I promise you, Josh Papali's going to score the first try. He's on, it was $51, Josh Papali's. And we're all laughing and we're like, mate, there's no fucking way Josh Papali's going to score the first try, blah, blah, blah. And then as a joke, my other mate Tom was like, huh, what, you might as well just bet on the other prop, Denarmus Louis, paying $81. Like, aha, Denarmus Louis, Denarmus Louis. Guess who scored the first try? Of course he did. Fucking Denarmus Louis. Yeah. And, and, and Eric got on Josh Papali and not Denarmus Louis. <laughs> Love that for Eric. Cop that. <laughs> all right. Move to center. Mm. Uh, I've got two options here. I've got a feeling we might... I, I feel like the guy I'm about to pick might be 
where the circles overlap of how we both describe the trenches, the Venn diagram, whatever it's called. Uh, I'm going to go Justin Hodges. He, he was my second pick. Second pick. Nice. Yeah. All right. So Hodjo, yeah. uh, as Maddie said before, loves guys that can have a stink, but also just the most skillful guy mm. on the field. He was a freak, Hodjo, and he was just so intimidating. It's not even funny. Uh, and, mate, speaking about guys that used to torment New South Wales, good God, Hodjo was just on another level. I mm. remember, was it was it Danny Badiris that he went after that night? Yeah. Yeah, like he, slit his throat to Danny Badiris, probably the nicest guy the world. Nicest has guy ever to ever walk this planet, probably yeah. him and Jake Javovich. And Hodjo just went, no. Nah, and, and he kept saying, he kept pointing at Smith, Cam Smith, and going, "He's one, and then you're two. <laughs> you're two, so good. <laughs> I remember at the time that made me so furious. Yeah. Oh, oh fuck. But God, he was a good player, Hodjo, and yeah. just the amount of shit that he would cause. But then he would. The thing I loved about Hodjo is that he he would talk and he'd carry on but he would always back it up. He would always back it up and he would always get the better of his opposition number. I think it's one of the most underrated individual rivalries in rugby league, the early 2000s. Mate, him and Willie Tonga. Oh, mate. That was blockbuster TV. Like, Willie, Willie Tonga, if you cast your mind back and you, and you really... Like, if, you, if you're being legit, he was the best centre in the world for a few years. For like, there's like a two-year period, yep. and you could argue that two-year period is one of the best two-year periods from a centre ever. And he was untouchable. Not only that, he was the most untouchable player on Rugby League Live too. Yes, he would be the first player I signed on franchise mode every time. Willie yep. Tonga, play him at hooker. I would decimate. The, I would decimate the Bulldogs. <laughs> Absolutely decimate the Bulldogs and put him in. Yeah, South. what did they? They had like Tonga. They had Matty Utai. They had Utai, untouchable. They had yeah, it was. They were, they were all, they'd has them. Everyone loves everyone If you loves had to them. pick on Rugby League Live or let's talk Rugby League OG. So that's like. O3. I've already, got, I've already known my answer, but go on. Who's your back line? Who, who, oh. who, who's your back five? Okay. I didn't expect that. I would have Matt Utah. Yeah. I'd have Matt Bowen. Yeah. Reese Wesser. See, okay. I'd always put Reese Wesser at hooker. At hooker. Yeah. Yeah. So he just picked the ball up and carved through him. Yeah. Um, who was Brenton Bowen was mad too from mm. the Cowboys. He was lightning. Who who was the manly winger? Red Nut, Scotty Donald. Oh yeah, he used to be able to move. And Anthony Minicello just couldn't be. Minicello was well. good, but I never picked him out of spot. Idiot. <laughs> I would have I would have given it to you on Aggie <laughs> Nah, Willie, but Willie, Willie Tonga always in like seriously. Him and Hazem. I re- I loved Hazem as a, as a kid. Hazem was good too. Yeah, yeah. They made that rugby league game was unreal. Where's the next one? I, I haven't played one since the OG. I've still got it. Actually, I was talking to someone who actually works at Big Ant Studios. He was um he DM me. I should I'll hit him up. I'll hit him up. I want to know where this game is. I I can't remember if it was you or Timmy that did this trivia with me, but for one of you at home. So do you remember who was on the cover of the rugby league games? The originals. Uh, Steve Price. Steve was Price on, was on the first was one. On two. Do you remember who was on the second one? Steve Price. Steve Price yeah. again. Yeah, they went for the double dip on Steve Price. <laughs> How funny is that? Double dip on players. a New Zealand Warriors front rower. Twice. Of all the players. All the players in the comp, anyone you wanted, Steve Price. <laughs> but even like even now, if you did the if you did two rugby league games in two years, you wouldn't go Cleary twice. You'd no, go, you, you'd it go, just makes no sense whatsoever. You'd be dead. <laughs> Who'd be the equivalent of Steve Price now? Who'd be who would, who would it be? Like, just stock standard, did his job, was good for a charge down, was just tough. Like, it, would, it probably wouldn't even be Jervo. Maybe Jervo? I don't know. 
It's such an yeah, odd pick know. to go just two years in a row. Maybe like different position, but maybe like Hudson Young. Oh, Hudson Young's probably got a bit more about him. In, with yeah, the he's ball. got heaps more about yeah, him. Yeah, what am I talking I was, I was thinking more um, X Steve Price was like probably just bread and butter stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's a such one. a bizarre choice. Was that you, you that did that, or was that Timmy a few months ago? I feel like nah, I've had this chat with you. I didn't know it was Steve Price twice. So yeah, I, I, I. I think that was one of our Timmy Williams specials at two AM on the country tours. That's God, right. Fuck. We should bring. We should, we should um. We should bring the game in next next off season. We'll I've got do. it down at the um caravan park. I play oh, yeah. it regularly. It's great. Fuck. It's got that mad intro to it. Oh, it's so good. Um, what are we yeah, talking so about? I've gone for Justin Hodges. <laughs> uh, I, I used to love when him and Willie Tong used to go head to head and Hodjo had his, had like his hair dyed red down the middle and they yeah. just used to go at it. Uh, some great moments, Hodjo. Uh, and I think also, the thing I always loved about Hodges, and this is classic in the trenches stuff, you're coming out of your own end and Hodjo gets into dummy half, you go, Gun, 15 metres. Mm. He'll beat the first marker every single time. You know exactly what he's going to do. Come off his left foot, step back on the inside and go. Did it every time for 15 years. No one could stop him. Yeah. Absolutely. They, know, they knew what was coming. He never he never didn't beat the first yeah. defender. Unbelievable, Hodjo. Who you got? Uh, very similar vein. Steve Maddow. Yeah. The hitman. The hitman. He, he's the last one of the last people in, in the history of the game that I've watched that I would want to play. He just looks like, <laughs> like if you ran into him and ran into his shoulder, especially when shoulder charges were around. Yeah. Oh my God. People like, people quite often give him shit for how often he was injured, but did you see what he put his body well, through? No, of course he was injured. He would throw himself at everyone. Wasn't it mad when you said like when, when, when all like, especially when he was at his peak, that's when Melbourne started to really just bring that shape in that just everyone copied in the league. Yeah. And you, your fullback would be in the same spot every single time. And Steve Maddow just went good as gold. I'm going to put you in a body bag at any given moment. And fullbacks, you would see them as they're coming out the back of shape. And they just, they just had to always keep an eye on whether he was shooting or not. The, the amount of turnovers he used to force just by his presence, just yeah. existing. Yeah. Was insane. 100%. Who was the uh, who was the South front rower that I, I assume Steve Maddow is probably doing time for that hit? That was unbelievable. I think that might have been George Defour. Oh, that was George Defour. Sorry, yeah. yes. The, that My was God. Wasn't it wild that those two the, that, they that overlap came, for a brief period? Yeah, but wasn't it crazy that those two came along in the same sort of time? It, yeah, the, the, pretty that much was George Defour too. So I've been at a lot of footy games, and there is only two instances where. I've actually felt the ground, obviously not literally, but because of like what happened, it felt like the stadium shook. <laughs> that was one of them. Yeah. And the other one was when Greg Inglis did it to Dean Young. Oh my God, that was sickening. That was That was proper sickening. <laughs> I tell you what's funny. It's funny how the games change. I remember absolutely blowing up that he got suspended for that. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was like, he didn't mean it. Now that like your borderline season. You, you get 12 weeks for that now. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. Seriously, because he ended up because he he ended up getting five weeks for it, but he went to the judiciary and got it downgraded to three, and I was like, how did he not get off? He he, <laughs> he was falling anyway. Times have changed. Oh, that was such a bad. Year. Oh, it was it was it was. And sickening. of course, it happened to probably the bloke that deserved it the least. The least anyone Young, in the league, yeah. Dean Young. But yeah, that in the George Defoe one, that was brutal. But anyway, back to back to Steve Maddow. He would just do yourself a favor if you got five minutes and just. Just type in Steve Maddai, the hitman on YouTube. It's a video I've watched a lot. He just 
Bell's people. It's, it's so, a highlight package that will make you physically ill. And not only, and, but like, he's also a gun footy player. A mad footy player. And I think that's what people sleep on. They just think he was like a thug and a hitman. He was a gun Freak. footy player. He was exactly like all those other manly boys. Yeah. He was a weapon. Tell you what, that, that manly team, oh. there's a lot of, and I say this in, the, in like a nice, great, like a, I'm giving them a compliment here. There's a lot of fuckwit in that team. Oh, mate, a heap of fuckwit. Like you've got the Stewart brothers who are guns, but just grit, Jamie Lyon, grit, Chucky Watmau, grit. Like who would want to play them? I think I've told you the story before. I don't know if I've said it here or not, but uh, 2013, your season ended when you lost to Manly. Yep, we're up 14-0. <laughs> Yeah, the, I do. In the prelim. Tell you a funny story. That was my 21st that night. Yeah. And you're up 14 0 at half time. And we decided to do speeches. And the place turned the TVs off. Oh. Did speeches for 30, 40 minutes, whatever. Turned them back on. And the whole room just went. Because oh. you'd got done. So good. Hilarious. Yeah, it was um, so funny. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Just half of mascot in one room watching South Sydney choke unbelievably. Oh. But I remember. My father-in-law now told me a story that he was at that game that night and you guys lost. Yep. And he had a Manly fan that was sitting behind him that they were sort of like joking around and bantering throughout the game. And um, and he he turned to him after the game just to say congratulations. The Manly guy goes, you know why you lost? You're missing a bit of C-U-N-T. <laughs> That's what you're missing. That's why you didn't win tonight. And, I remember, and then he goes, when 2014 rolled around and the moment – Benteo. I knew you'd say Benteo. Grabbed James Maloney and threw him. He reckons he sat there and went, that's what we needed. It's so funny. I just got goosebumps just you saying that. Yeah. Just just the, fuck, that's such a good story. And just such like, a ha- good ha- yard. And how, and how it played out a year later in the exact same game, the prelim. Exact same game. Gave away a penalty. Big no-no when you come on the field, but it was exactly what yeah. you guys needed. And I've said this before, Sam Burgess sprayed him. And Benteo just like, I'm doing this for you. And then just ran away. And sit. <laughs> Whole, like, how are they ever going to lose after that? Oh, I think it moved. That was amazing. So good. <sighs> so good. Yeah, um, Stevie, Stevie Matter. I'll never forget when he got sent off. He got sent off in a test match once. I think he, I think it was on, I think it was on Gaznia. It was just so late and so high. <laughs> just, he, like, he had that in him as well, but that's just, that's just the beauty of it. Yeah. That, that's footy. That's, that's yeah, deep, and it's mate. part of the scare factor. Like, it's not only was he going to hit you, he would hurt you. Bloody earth. All right, uh, five eight. Now, mate, I um, I had two picks here. I I reckon you'll have one of these two as well. So who, who, I've got two. I reckon you'll have one of them too. We could be thinking of the same guy. Who are your two? Do you want me to guess who the? I'll guess who the the same one is. Yeah. Okay. Josh Reynolds. No, I actually didn't have Josh Reynolds, but uh, a very okay. good chat. I went for two more established people. Who, who, who's your top pick? Uh, I was going to go either Cody Walker or Josh Reynolds, but I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. Josh. Reynolds. I didn't have either of those two, so that's good. Okay, sweet. I'll go Josh Reynolds. Um, I'll tell I, you a story. I was once. Uh, this is when I was young. When I was like 21, 22, uh, 10 years ago, and about sixty kilos ago, I was at a. Um, I was at a petrol station. I was filling up, and a guy came up to me and said, um, it, "It was twenty fourteen. It was just after the Origin account." And he said, "Congratulations, mate." Oh, I shook his hand. I was like, oh, fuck it. I'll go with this. See what happens. He thought I was Josh Reynolds. <laughs> so he went to his car, got out his Bulldogs jersey, and we had a photo in the uh, <laughs> in the petrol station. Did you tell him? Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I'd love to find the photo somewhere to be unreal because oh, this guy that's was awesome. really excited. He's like, how are the celebrations? I'm like, I can't even talk about because <laughs> I wasn't there. No oh, that's idea. brilliant. Shoot. Um, yeah. Seriously. He. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. He is one of the people that made me jealous at times that I wasn't a Bulldogs fan. You know what I mean? Like, obviously not literally, but he's just that guy that you want at your team that bleeds your team's colours, that would do anything for that jersey. And when he came back this year and the Bulldogs fans just all embraced him, it was just goosebump moment. It, he, he defines blue and white at Belmore like nobody I've ever seen. And yeah, like obviously he's a guy, he played Origin. But he's not the best player that's ever played for the club. But they absolutely adore him at Belmore. His teammates would have adored him. He is just someone you just want standing next year when there's a game of footy on. Yeah, and I think that, yeah, he obviously epitomizes what Canterbury is. But I also think that he's close to the guy to just epitomize rugby league. Um. Not the biggest, not the strongest, not the smartest, not, you know, there's just, there, there isn't anything in Josh Reynolds that you go, you should be a, a gun or you yeah. should be a first grader, but he's just all ticker. That's that's true, actually. If I had to define rugby league in a person, it's I'd just Josh show him a Reynolds. photo of Josh Reynolds. It is Josh Reynolds, without a doubt. He can score a try out of nowhere and then he'll kick someone on the next play and you just go, what the fuck just happened? And then he'll go to Origin and beat the greatest team of all time and you're like... Sure, it's Josh. It's Grub. I tell you what, that game won 2014, which I bang on about because I love it. He was so good that day. So good. So good. Yeah. And I I personally thought too, mate, um, your grand final, obviously the scoreline blew out at the end, but I was sitting there at halftime going, Josh Reynolds yeah. is on one tonight. Yeah. yeah. Like he, he, was, he was by far and away Canterbury's best player that easily, evening, I thought. Easily. He was, he was the only one that... Fight a shot, really. Yeah, he was fantastic. Uh, During that, tw- the the main one was the obviously the Benny Barbie year was twenty twelve, but like that kind of era where Josh Josh Reynolds would just off the back of him, <laughs> like all he had to do was feed Bar with a ball sometimes. But yeah. mate, he, like as I said, there were like more skillful players around him, but no one had as much ticker. 